0: unfiltered by jade jade welcome to the unfiltered by jade where we get out of the box and dive into topics that are sidelined i look forward to entertain educate and inspire feel free to like share subscribe donate and make everybody know about it Beats by RB Records. Shopping assistance, your style, your budget. Our services include online and local shopping for individuals and businesses, personal shopping, purchasing of company and office supplies, importing and exporting small packages across Jamaica and worldwide, and helping you find unique gifts and items for all events and occasions. Contact us at 876-919-5195 or shoppingassistance2015 at gmail.com. Shopping Assistance, your style, your budget. Welcome to The Unfiltered by Jade. Today we have with us here, Nichelle, Richardson and we're here to speak about a very important topic, it's budgeting and it's something I struggle with. So we're here to hear from the experts about budgeting. So Nishaya, she's a financial coach for women, and she is a speaker and we have a number of questions for, I, you know, some conversations that I want to talk to her about to hear her take on it too. So, Hello, how are you? I am doing great. I'm doing great. How are you doing?
1: I'm wonderful. And I'm like really excited because I get to talk about money. So
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm excited because I get to learn more about how to keep my money. There you go. That works. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So first, does budgeting really work?
1: Yes, absolutely. It does. Um, I... It's it's well. My business name is She's the Budget Guru, right? So mm-hmm. I love budgeting because budgeting really helped me take back control of my money. It helped me become a homeowner, get myself out of a lot of credit card debt. Um, so I, for me, budgeting works. But I think that a lot of times people don't budget the best way for their personality and the mm. way they like to spend money, which is why they usually can't stick to it because it doesn't actually fit them it's like a cookie cutter budget that you know they've taken off of a website or you know someone has told them but they're not actually really looking at whether or not that strategy or the way that that person taught them budgeting is good for them
0: nice you said something i want to jump on you said for their personality how do i budget for my personality
1: um it really just depends so some people are like natural savers like they they're okay with being you know just having just enough to cover their expenses and then putting the rest to savings or whatever their goals are right so some people just naturally are savers and are okay with following a plan while some people other people like to spend money so it's like for them to have a budget they immediately feel restricted And they're like, oh, my goodness, I can't live my life the way I want to. Budgeting sucks because you have to take away everything fun and just pay bills. And that's not fun. And that's not really fun for anyone, to be honest with you. Um, But, you know, so they get in that mentality. And before they even get started, they're they're already ready to fail because they feel like they're losing all of the stuff that brings them happiness and joy that they can spend their money on. Um, So I think really understanding, like, first of all, what are your goals? Why do you want to budget? Because, you know, it's one thing to budget because your income is, you know, really low or you're on a fixed income and, you know, you really can't afford to do anything more than, you know, pay your bills and like, that's it. Um, But if you're budgeting because you want to make a big purchase, so that means now you have to cut back on to maybe some um like extracurricular things like going out to dinner or movies or your self-care yeah i just think that people need to really think about why they are budgeting um and also take away that negative thought of budgeting has to be restrictive i have to stop doing the things that i enjoy so that i can have a budget i always say a budget is a plan of where you want your money to go every month that's it nice what is the 50/30/20 budgeting rule? So 50/30/20 rule is 50% of your money goes to your needs. So that's like your housing, your car, your insurance, your groceries, right? Um the things you need to pay for every month. Then 30 goes to your wants, which some people some people's wants are different than others, but oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but having streaming services or cable is not a necessity, right? So that's a want. Going to the gym, going out to eat, going on vacation, those are all wants. So 30% of your money can go to wants, and then 20% goes to savings and investing.
0: Okay. saving and investing. Okay. All right. And when our wants are done, we don't, we don't spend. You know, dip into our
1: needs. Okay. Correct. So, (laughs) yeah. So, you know, we have to take care of our necessities first. And sometimes that can be difficult for some people to understand, depending on, you know, how they were raised when they were growing up or just how people taught them how to manage money or what was important to them or what they think is important. So, you know, we have to make sure our needs are covered. Like, you got to make sure you have a roof over your head and, you're paying to take have transportation back and forth to work or wherever you need to go. You got to make sure you have food, right? Um, but we don't, when I say you have to make sure you have food, that doesn't necessarily mean takeout. You know, you just need groceries because sometimes people are like, well, I need to eat. So that means I'm going to go out to dinner mm-hmm. and pay $100 for one meal when I could have bought $100 worth of groceries to cover me for the week. Mm-hmm. Um, And I also like to say that it doesn't really matter like how much income someone makes because I also find that people connect budgeting to lower income when it really is not that. It's really just making sure you're not just spending frivolously and then when the end of the month comes or the end of the year comes, you have no idea where your money went. And you don't have the savings that you wanted to have. You don't have the investments that you thought you want that you wanted to have. You still have tons of debt, but yet you have all of these things. Or you know, maybe you did a lot of outings, but yet you didn't actually do anything um, that you really wanted to do with your money. That's going to help you have a better financial foundation.
0: it's good What are three factors that affect a budget?
1: Um, I find that. Sometimes they are too restrictive. So, you know, people are not realistic. So they think like, okay, I'm only going to spend $100 on groceries. You know, they narrow it down to the T. They have their budget, everything is covered, but they don't really give themselves any wiggle room. So they're not like, they don't give themselves an entertainment fund, like to where they know they're going to go out and they may want to spend $50. That's okay, but they don't put that in there because in their mind, they're thinking, oh, I'm on a budget, I can't do anything fun. And then when that thing comes up or someone invites them out or they want to do something that, you know, may not be part of the main budget, then it throws them off because now that's money that they didn't actually apply towards having fun or doing something that they enjoy doing. Um, The other thing I find is that um, people don't actually put expenses that are not necessarily due right now in their budget they will put only the stuff that's happening in that month. And what I mean by what I mean, when I say that is, um, we really want to take that, um, coaster out of our money to where those expenses that we only pay like once a year. So like our car registration, some people pay their car insurance once a year, or maybe their property taxes, homeowners insurance, things like that. If you only pay it once a year, those also should be included in your monthly budget so that when they are due in a year from now you're not scrambling trying to find the money because you've already been allocating let's say ten dollars a month or twenty dollars a month towards that expense that we know is going to come up Mm -hmm. or you know we know there's a birthday or a holiday that we we love to celebrate and we know that that is coming every the same time of year every year right Every year, and we can easily put money aside every month so that when it comes up we're already prepared for it and now we don't have to go outside of our budget to try to make it work and then throw our budget off Um, and then the last thing for me I believe is mindset so someone really has to be in a space where they want to have a better relationship with money they want to really understand and build a better foundation for their finances, maybe versus what they were taught previously or not taught, because a lot of people are not provided with, you know, money management skills or tangible uh, money strategies when they're growing up. So, you know, a lot of make mistakes happen when we become adults, right? We max Mm -hmm. out cards and we go in and. And then sometimes people never learn because they don't have anywhere to go or they don't know what to search for if they're trying to fix those problems. So their mindset is still stuck in, you know, this is I I don't really know how to manage my money, so I'm going to do this budget thing. But yet I really don't know, like I'm not really full into it because I still want to live. A certain lifestyle and having a budget is i may not be able to live that lifestyle the way i i want to live it so the mindset really has to be there to want the change um to be able to stick to it speaking of the
0: mindset so while we're budgeting should we have a goal in mind when budgeting or should we just budget and save because we need to?
1: i think a goal is important and I say that because it really helps you, helps a person like focus on why they're budgeting. Um, you know, cause like I mentioned before, some people, you know, they just, they're on a fixed income and maybe they're in a space to where they can't make more money where someone else may be in a position where, you know, the budget is temporary. They just need to, you know, maybe the six months they need to like work on a strict budget so that they can meet whatever goal they're working towards. Maybe they want to become a homeowner or they, you know, they really want to build up their investing account. And, you know, that six months of them sticking to that budget can really help them with that. Or, you know, whatever their goal is, it's going to keep them motivated um, to stick to their budget. And if they don't have a goal, then after a while, you know, it doesn't, it's not fun anymore you start like getting really upset as to like, why am I doing this? Like, I just want to spend my money. I want to do what I want. I don't want to stick to this thing. This is stupid. Like, you know, what am I doing this for? Um, but the goal is so important because, um, you know, it's one thing to say, okay, this is what my goal is. My goal is let's just say, for example, is to save a thousand dollars by this date. Right. And it gets exciting as you see the money building up in your savings account. But then after a while that may, um, wear off, you know, okay, yeah, that's cool. And now I'm up to $500. Yay. Some people that's great. They can, that motivation, that external motivation will keep them going where other people, they're going to lose it after a while because, you know, they have to save that money every month versus doing what something else with it. So there's another thing of checking in with that internal and thinking about what would my life be like once I have that thousand dollars in my savings. How will I feel? Like how much will my life be different? Will I be happier? Will I be more at peace? Will I have less stress? Like will I be able to not work as much because now I have some savings to, you know, as a nest egg so I don't have to worry so much about money? Uh, And that's the other thing that people can hold on to because once you start feeling that and envisioning like, wow, I really could have a more peaceful and stress less life Mm -hmm. if I had more money saved or, you know, whatever your goal is, hold on to that. So when you lose that external motivation of seeing your savings account grow, um, you can then tap into that internal and say, I can't wait until I can really experience this feeling of peace and stressless and, you know, happiness and joy and, you know, whatever, all the things that you want to feel when you reach that goal or when you get to that space.
0: Nice, um, and it's also as I said, it's motivation.
1: Mm-hmm. Once years
0: ago, you're motivated to save more, yes. And absolutely. it's not, good. and, and can, can there be short term goals and long term goals in terms of if it is okay, I want to save up because I want to buy a stove, and after I finish buying the stove, I don't save anymore, and then I save up again when I need to buy something, or is it better to do long term? um in terms of just keep saving so that you'll always have the money to get what you need when you need it
1: um i say both okay um, and and what i w- work with my clients to do is create up um savings buckets so that you know they're working towards their long long term and short term goals because you know like you said that short term goal could be the oven or you know the refrigerator or whatever it is and you know okay i'm not going to need a refrigerator oven for another However, many years. Okay. Yet, yet, I really like to vacation and I want to vacation, let's say, three times a year. Well, you know, you're going to need a nice chunk of money for that. So, that could, you know, maybe be your longer term goal or savings bucket to where you know you're going to need a, a lot more money in there versus, you know, something like a stove or a refrigerator. Um, or, um, you know, if you're saving for, you know, those, those, yearly expenses. So, you know, that car registration, car insurance, those things, those are short-term goals. Um, And, you know, you're just going to kind of pretty much start all over again every year. You're just going to keep doing that same process because you're going to have those bills um, come in every every year anyway. But I think it's good to have both because, you know, first of all, we need to have an emergency fund separate away from different savings buckets because you know if we lose our income we need to be in a space where we can pay our bills so until we find another source of income um but outside of that you know there's you know sometimes we want to do uh personal growth and development things too we want to Uh, purchase a course or purchase uh, a coaching package or work with a mentor that may require us to invest in that financially. And that's a short term or it could be a long term goal. Maybe you have a coach or a program that you are looking at that you really want to do, but you know it's going to take you maybe a year to save up the money versus maybe a couple of months. So it really depends on like what you're working towards or what things you want to um, accomplish with your money, but definitely have short term and long term goals um at the same time if there's things that you want to focus on.
0: okay, how do we spend less and enjoy life while budgeting?
1: um I always say spend based on your financial values um hmm. so what things really bring joy to your life like what are your values? so maybe for example, I'll just put this example out there. maybe you're someone that really likes to work with domestic violence women and you know maybe you like working in the shelter or you know you like uh you know providing um charity contributions to organizations like that or whatever it may be um you that's how you want to spend your money so it's like okay if i if i know that this is the thing that brings me joy i'm going to you know really focus on spending my money on these things versus maybe something like, and I'm just throwing it out there, something like takeout or, Mm -hmm. you know, getting my hair done when I really could do it myself. And I really don't care about going to the hair salon. That's not important to me, but this is what's important to me. So I say really getting clear about what your financial values are and what brings you happiness when you spend money on it, what brings value and um, just a lot of good stuff back into your life versus just spending to spend, because maybe you're trying to fill a void, maybe you're lonely, or maybe you're unhappy, or maybe, you know, you're not really happy, um, where you are in life, or, you know, maybe your house or your environment is not making you feel fulfilled, fulfilled. So you feel like, okay, I'm just going to spend money to make me feel better. But sometimes a lot of times that's temporary. And by the time you get the thing, you're like, I don't even want this. I don't even know why I bought it. And then then you have this resentment or buyer's remorse because you're like, I just want to send it back. I don't even know why I spent the money on it when I really didn't want it because I was trying to not feel unhappy. or I was trying to feel better because I had a bad day type thing. Um, So yeah, and then I would say, you know, find a hobby or something that's going to be able to fill that space when you find yourself spending a lot, you know, you know, walk away from it and go and do the thing that you enjoy doing. And a lot of times that will take your mind off of spending. So, you know, if you're someone who um, likes doing art or you like dancing or whatever your thing is, when you feel like, oh, I'm getting to that space, I had a bad day and I know I just want to shop. When you really know, I really don't want to spend this money, but shopping kind of soothes that that Mm -hmm. pain that you know that stress and go to the thing that doesn't cost you any money and tap into that turn the music on read a book or go just dance in your room or whatever and release that energy and then after a while you just forget about hopping on the computer and going shopping or driving to the mall or wherever you go to go spend money because now that feeling has passed and now you're doing something that you enjoy that you probably don't want to stop doing because you enjoy doing it so much. So spending money is off your mind.
0: Nice. Find better options instead of spending
1: money. Exactly. (laughs) Can our budgets change? Absolutely. Absolutely. So your budget could change based on your goals. um, And it could also change based on your income. You know, some people, their income increases significantly, which then allows them to do, you know, maybe more things with their money than what they were able to do before. So maybe they really do like going to the spa every month and that's something they really enjoy doing. Now they have the cash flow to cover it. Why not include it in your budget if you still can save and invest and cover all your needs um, the way that you want to. And then someone may lose some income and now they have to cut back on things. So which means now they have to make some adjustments to their budget and get rid of some of those wants that they don't necessarily, you know, need. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so that they can now cover their expenses because they have less income. And even if it is that
0: sometimes you're making the same amount, Mm -hmm. um, sometimes you feel like, okay, probably I need to put um, 60 into my needs. (laughs) And um, because things go up, prices change. Mm Mm-hmm. So even as prices change, sometimes we may have to cut the 30 to probably 10 or probably 20 um, so that our needs can be taken care of because of it. Um, so I won't necessarily say or think that we'd necessarily go towards our savings and say, well, price is going up. So instead of taking from my wants to my needs, I we put from my savings to my needs.
1: Right. We don't want to do that. We want to maintain the savings and the investing as much as possible without dipping into that. So definitely the wants are going to be the category that people tap into, um, you know, because of inflation and, you know, really can't control the prices increase and like it just happens. Um, So, you know, there's no extra income coming in and, you know, the change in the prices is really affecting the budget, then definitely look at your wants and say like, okay, maybe what streaming service can I get rid of to accommodate for that extra $20 a month that now I'm paying in groceries or utilities? Um, You know, so looking at that, it definitely helps. Um, Also, I, you know, I like to talk about like some of those, those things that we don't even think about, like our Uh, car insurance, Mm -hmm. life insurance. Sometimes we've been with our providers for a very long time, and we've never actually shopped around to see if we can get a lower rate. And sometimes just taking that 15 minutes to a half an hour and doing some research to see if you can get the same coverage with another insurance provider could save you probably 50 bucks or 30 bucks a month, you know? Um, so sometimes there it may not require you to take away anything. It just may require you to go to another company to find a better rate for Wait. what you currently have. Sounds
0: good. Does budgeting help people to solve problems?
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> budgeting is connected to so much stuff. Like it's all money stuff, but money... Um, really affects a lot of things that sometimes people don't even think about. So it's like, you know, a lot of people get divorces because of finances. And maybe if they had a budget or a great money management spending plan that both partners could follow, then that would have taken a lot of the stress stress away around finances. Um, And then the other thing is with budgeting is like once you get control of your money and you're managing it well, then the person then shows up more powerfully and more empowered and more in control of themselves. So now they're having, they have better relationships, whether it's friendships, business partnerships, whatever it is, because they're much more happier. They're much more at peace. They're like really like proud of themselves that now they don't have that it's almost like noise, I I consider it as, because their money is all over the place, right? Um, Now they can really like focus on being the best version of themselves because now they're not stressed out about money or they're able to show up for their family or their friends because now they're not worrying about, oh my gosh, I have to work a lot of hours of overtime or I have to work a lot of hours in my business so that I can make more money. Um, because I just don't know where it's going and, you know, I, I just have all this money stuff going on. So budgeting really helps with a lot because once you get control of your money, it allows you to show up, um, the best version of yourself as possible and takes away that money stress away that a lot of people have.
0: Awesome. What is the biggest problem with budgeting?
1: Um, again, I think it's sometimes people find it restrictive or there's this negative, um, energy around budgeting like I it's funny because it's like mixed reviews like some people are like oh yeah budget is like great and then other people as soon as you say the word budget they're like they turn their face up they roll their eyes and they're like no 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 (laughs) I'm not budgeting and it's like it 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 just you know so sometimes you have to also change the language around it and just call it a spending plan or your wealth your wealth planned or your your pathway to financial growth plan. Like, you know, sometimes you got to just change the wording and and it makes people feel a little better about it. Um, But I think that's truly what it is. It's just people just immediately think like, if I go on a budget, that may mean that, you know, my life is just going to be like, I can't do
0: nothing.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's just totally not, it's the total opposite that, you know, depending on you know your cash flow and how much okay. money you have coming in versus your expenses, you know, because sometimes it does require that. And if so, I say delayed gratification is the best. Like if you have to like really just take six months to a year to focus on getting a few credit cards paid off or whatever it is that's you out, then do it. And then and a year from now you'll be like wow like i can't believe like how much my life is different now because i don't have that burden you know of not having a savings or having all those credit cards or whatever the thing is
0: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: what is the difference between a positive and a negative budget variance
1: positive and negative budget variance so it's it's am i living so do i have enough money to cover my expenses versus am I living beyond my means? So basically a lot of people live beyond their means and that means that they have more bills than they have income every month. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And what ends up happening is we use credit cards, right? Or we take out personal loans to make up for that income that we don't really have, but to cover the bills that we do have. Um, So that's when you find that Okay, it's not necessarily you don't have enough money. It's just your bills are just way more than the money that you have coming in. So let's take a look at that. Um where some people they can't cut back anymore. They they are down to they can't do anything with their budget or their expenses because they have cut down every possible thing and the money that they have is just what it what it is. So therefore, Um, there's an issue because now they don't have, they don't really have enough income to cover their expenses. So now it's like, okay, we got to figure out how to find you some more income or what can you do to make some more money? Because there's no wiggle room here in your expenses. Right. And, um,
0: that's important because when we are living, um, above our means, we're constantly putting ourselves in this. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. and it makes no sense. No, it doesn't. And, you know, it's, <laughs> it's interesting because I, I think about, like, the older version of me before, you know, I, you know, yeah, the older version of me, I'll just say that. <laughs> and I was in that space. I remember I got my largest uh, promotion ever. And I was so excited. And, you know, I had credit cards. I, like, I was re- literally living paycheck to paycheck. And the first thing I went out and did was got Invisalign, which was fifty eight hundred dollars. Oh
0: my god! Oh my goodness!
1: <laughs> While I was barely making it from paycheck to paycheck, it had tons of credit card debt. Now, the version of me now, I would that would I wouldn't even think of that. That would be the last thing on my mind to go and do when when I got that large promotion, right? So I find that um, they call it lifestyle creep. Or um, there's another uh, Parkinson's law. And basically when people's income increases, their expenses increase. At oh, the same yeah. time. So it's like, you know, they'll see like, oh, wow, you know, I got this huge promotion or I'm making more money, but yet I'm still in the same financial situation. And that's because once that income, more income came in, they're like, oh, now I can do this and I can do that and I can do this. Or maybe they went out and got a new car and where now the car payment is $200 more than the old one. Or they moved to a nicer apartment and now they're paying maybe three or $400 more in rent or they got a newer house and they're more mortgage because they have more income versus just staying in that lifestyle that they had taking care of, the debt or the savings or whatever it was that you weren't able to take care of when you didn't, you had less income. And then once you get all of that situation, then considering, okay, is there anything, any upgrades that I want to do? And then I can do it then. So that's usually what ends up happening. Um, is, you know, the, once the income comes in, the expenses change, and now we're in the same situation.
0: So we need to meet with the choices.
1: Yes. Absolutely.
0: Not because our income gets better means we need to change
1: our lifestyle, right? And you know, and that's the other thing is you know, it's okay to have a, a nice lifestyle. You know, it's you know, no one says that if someone likes to buy designer clothes or they like a really nice car, or, you know, whatever their thing is, no one's telling people to not do that. Um, you may have some people that say don't do it, you know, you know, focus, 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 but you know, people really should be able to enjoy their money. We all work really hard. And you know, we shouldn't have to always be in this sacrificial space where we can never do anything that brings us, you know, that makes us feel good. Um, but you know, it's also important that we really look at what what is how do I want my life to look five years from now, ten years from now, and what things do I need to do differently so that I can be in that space. Yeah. Five to ten years from now. Yeah. I agree.
0: What I normally say to to persons around me is um Yes, you made the money and you deserve something for yourself because mm-hmm. you do. So what you can do also to help the situation is every month, do one good thing for yourself.
1: Yes, I love that. Yes, absolutely. So and then- you're
0: not, right, right. So you're not starving yourself of things that you love,
1: mm-hmm. but you're
0: just limiting yourself and say, okay, instead of splurging because yep. going to the mall is splurging sometimes. Yep. Let's just buy one thing or do one thing. So if I need to go out and eat something that costs a hundred dollars, I'll do that once mm. a month.
1: Exactly. And you can ease it and someone could easily put that in their budget so that that money is allocated to that and they're not affecting anything. Yeah. Yep. And, 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 and
0: sometimes some people also put in their budget entertainment.
1: Yeah. So that's
0: that. That would be like probably want mm-hmm. entertainment is in their budget. So, separately, you know that every month I do this with this money here. I cannot spend over it. Yep. So, yeah, you put limitations also on things because the truth is, if it is that we don't put limitations on ourselves and on things, we overspend. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, you say, as, as as normal, we go back home and say, My God, I shouldn't have enough you know, because after I ate that food, I'm still hungry. Yep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you're mad because you're like, Oh, gosh, now I still got to cook something because. <laughs> 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 oh
0: goodness. It's so true so true so it is it is um good that we learn how to budget because it it also protects us we may look at it as oh my god i can't spend more money but the truth is we, when we need it later on we will have it because yes. we have made that sacrifice initially to save it
1: exactly totally agree and that and i you know and that's just it and that's simply it and you know i love the um analogy you use of you know overindulging and it's kind of like you know you go to the buffet you know we all know that well, we, we, know, we know yeah we eat one plate of food and we're good. We go to the buffet and we want everything. <laughs> <laughs> like come on now. Like you know Yeah it's there but that doesn't mean you need to eat all the food. So And the truth
0: is what kind of eats everything.
1: Exactly. Exactly. We're picking at things and our, our, our eyes are bigger than our stomach. And then.
0: <laughs> oh, my
1: goodness.
0: Oh, yeah. So we just have to um, learn how to do our budgeting based on our finances.
1: Yes. And um,
0: get it together.
1: Mm-hmm. We need
0: to get it together. Exactly. Um, so, um Shea, I want you to tell persons where is it that they can find you.
1: Um, so I'm on most of the platforms I'm on LinkedIn and Facebook with my first and last name, Nishaya Richardson. Okay. Um, I'm on Instagram by my business name. She's the budget guru. It's all one word. Oh, it's all together. Um, okay. and, or they can check me out on my website at she's the budget Okay. All right. Awesome.
0: Thank you so much again. Um, for dropping your knowledge on us.
1: You're welcome. I appreciate the invite. This was fun. And, and <laughs> it, I love talking about budgeting and money. So I always <laughs> love these conversations.
0: <laughs> yes, I actually enjoy talking about money.
1: Thank you. I'm awesome.
0: learning how to save my money.
1: Listen, if you ever need more support, just reach out to me. And please, you know, I'd be happy to work with you because I just love it. I love seeing that transition that, People have, um, and it's so refreshing to see um, how they like really start feeling about themselves once they start reaching those goals that they set out for themselves. Um, And it's something like really empowering about watching that process and then also watching the person go through that process and really seeing what works for them, what doesn't work for them. And, you know, making those adjustments as it goes and then, you know, learning those skills so that, you know, even if we aren't, you know, me and the person aren't working together, they know how to really figure out what works for them and work through that process. Mm-hmm. So it's really the,
0: cool. The truth is also we love ourselves a little bit more. Yes,
1: um, exactly. 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 Yeah.
0: When We'll be getting up ready to complain and
1: we don't like this. Don't
0: we'll be a little bit more happier if we did more budgeting. Mm -hmm. i think so (laughs) (laughs) oh my god so thank you so much again and yeah i want to thank our listeners for listening to the unfiltered by jade and we'll be back next week tuesday thank you